This is Baseline, a podcast about baseball by people who know nothing about baseball. I'm Kyle. And I'm Andrew, and we know nothing about baseball. Hey, hey, guess what? Uh, um, the Dodgers are bad. Well, I think, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll trust your judgment on that one. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, like... Okay, I know we've got fans of of this show. Can we say that at this point even? Yeah, sure. I, I feel, well, we have people who listen to the show. Okay. I don't want to make assumptions about whether they like it or not. They might be hate listening. True. Okay. Much yeah. much like uh like hate watching uh your bitter rival. Right. They're like, "Oh, guys room for the wrong team." I I do feel that way sometimes. I I'll watch. You know what? I will actually enjoy a Dodger broadcast every now and then, but uh but I I do not know what in fact uh the the truth of the matter is. Andrew, what's going on? I received my baseball hat. Ooh, okay. The one that we on the last show we, we picked out live. Yes. We, we it's a it's a new era 920. Which means it's a, an adjustable hat. Ooh, okay. And it has a curved brim because I'm not a fool. Okay, is it, was it like the canonical dad cap like we talked about last time? Uh, sure. I don't want to self-identify as a dad hat wearer, but yeah, why not? No, it's a, it's a, it's your standard baseball cap, you know? It's not the, it's not the flat build ones that look a little bit silly. It's just, it's a, it's a baseball cap. And I had forgotten how nice baseball caps are. Yeah. It, it turns out they're designed really well to keep the sun from getting in your eyes. <laughs> Fair. Uh, describe to me the, like, texture of the fabric on what would, I guess, be the part that, like, covers your actual head, like, sort of the the circular Ooh. part that covers the top of the head. Is it is it sort of a cotton, or um, it is, does, is it like a polyester m- mixture of some sort? This hat is 100% cotton. Mm, mm. And exclusive of decoration, says the tag. Okay. Just I don't, so you I'm know. not sure what that means, but... I'd, it's exclusive of decoration. <laughs> is it is it uh, like a made-in-USA sort of thing where they're, think, you know, yeah. union-made and... Uh, no, because th- this one's made in Bangladesh, so it is absolutely not union-made, 100% certain of that. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So, but it's a it's a good hat. It's got the it's got the red, um, by which I mean it's red, and it has the C for Cincinnati. Okay, all right, and that's really it. It's it's pretty understated, but that's the point. So yeah, it'll be nice. I'll wear it in the summer. I like hats. I'm a hat. I'm a hat man. I'm a hat person. I am too. I, I like to wear. I mean, you'll even in my avatar on most social media, <laughs> you'll see uh, I wear a backwards cap oft times because I am. I'm probably on my third or fourth month without a haircut, mm. and I have just uh, you just sort of given up, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> given up to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm all I'm trying to do is keep the hair out of my eyes in the most convenient way, in the most like I don't I don't even know like maybe there is some sort of like normativity, like some heteronormativity situation where like i've just grown up with baseball caps and like that's what as a straight white male i've worn um being a baseball fan and stuff and like all of the Mm -hmm. 
masculine baggage that comes with baseball, I, I feel like, uh, at least, or, you know, there used to be, there probably is a, still a whole bunch, but that's sort of like what you get roped into. And so baseball caps for me, like, they just became part of my wardrobe at some sort of age, probably when I played baseball as a kid and was like, oh, yeah, no, that's just uh, it's what you wear now. Because I didn't really get into any other sports uh, or or anything else to to diverge from from sort of the baseball cap yeah. style. Uh, I, I had a ton know. of baseball caps as a kid because my dad would just get them for, you know, all sorts of reasons. I, mm-hmm. I had Cincinnati Reds caps and I had uh, University of Cincinnati caps and so on. Um, but I haven't had a, a baseball cap in, well, that's not true. I've received some for promotional things, but I haven't sought out a baseball cap in, in some time. I'm curious if there's one that you, um, well, I guess, how how old is your current hat? Do you replace it? <laughs> is there uh, a one that you select every uh, uh, a regular period of time, or do you? Like, kinda. Do, I would mean, you always buy the same hat, or, you know, what, I guess, generally the same hat, or do you switch it up? No, I tend to switch it up. I, I would say probably five years ago or so, I went on this tear where when we would go to a Just new storm stadium. through a lid. Yeah. <laughs> and bought one of everything. Give me one one of everything, please. I know I... <laughs> Waiter. <laughs> Excuse Waiter. me. <laughs> Garçon. Hat. Hat. Uh, hat boy. Hat, hat boy. Person. Hat boy. Uh, no, it was. it's more of like when I go to a new stadium... I'm just looking for some sort of memorabilia that I feel can withstand uh, my body mostly and mm. it, like not have to go into the washing machine immediately or end up on the refrigerator or like trying to decide what to buy at a souvenir shop is so difficult. And shopping online, I think you did that right where you're like, hmm. Let me just sort of window shop here for a little bit and yeah. find find a hat that looks good. Well, and the the one of the problems that you have shopping at the stadium, of course, is the prices are going to be high because you're a captive audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the hats. That's so they're that's like fair. they're like you want hat? We have hat fifty dollars. <laughs> Thankfully, that's not the the case at most places that I've been to uh, yeah. to grab grab a hat, but. Um, I replace my quote unquote replace mine. Um, when when and if my cat gets to it, usually because oh, the yeah. bill the bill that of would, it tends to like that would prematurely it, age your hat for sure. It absolutely will, and I guess it depending on how often you wear it, the smell emanating from said hat after mm. certain uh, activities like moving. Mm-hmm. Um, or or extensive, really any quote kind of unquote sweating exercise. Activity. Yeah, uh, d- yeah. I, there's not a there's not a particularly great way to to uh, clean or wash a baseball cap. I feel like like folks have put them on those like hat cages and put them in the dishwasher and wash oh, them that way. I may I may be wrong. Uh, in in assuming that, but I kind of feel like there's a like a dishwasher rack for a hat or something. Yeah, that's hmm. all I can say about that is yikes. Yeah, point is, uh, I tend to not replace my hats that often because I 
have quite a few. I have some that have brewery logos on them. So it's sort of like, you know, the day job beer adjacent. And then I've got baseball ones. And if I'm going to an actual baseball park for that team, maybe I will wear the hat for that team there. Uh, I tend to not wear the hat for a team that is not playing at that stadium during that game. It just feels not, it just feels odd to, mm-hmm, to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so oftentimes I will just pick up a hat from a game where I don't have either team there or I'm at a new stadium and it just ends up on the, uh, on the shelf with the rest of them. So I'm, I've, I've got kind of a collection amassing, even though I do not consider myself a fan of like the Houston Astros or the, uh, Texas Rangers or the Nationals or whatever, mm-hmm. I will grab a hat from them just as a souvenir. And so it's just like they accumulate and they right. just, I, maybe I'll wear one one day. I don't know. The The good news is that the Cincinnati Reds have um, seen fit to offer a hat that um, is already in need of laundering by the time you receive it. And I'm sending the link to you now. Oh no. Is this sort of like a, like a, uh, like a, scratched jeans situation or like a like an acid watch jeans it is indeed they refer to it as a rustic hat oh is that printed or like i think what happened is that these hats were in a truck and the truck crashed and so like the hat spilled out onto the road and they thought ah sell them anyway Like this looks like this looks like hats that have been sitting in a warehouse for like twenty years. Twenty six dollars are for a you, ruined hat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is like I worked underneath my car for eight yeah, hours. Th- th- that's actually what the dirt pattern on this looks like. Is that it looks like brake dust that you've accumulated from working on your car. Or, or because the big rig that you were working on decided to start driving and you had to hang on for your dear life and became essentially a pair of truck nuts underneath that thing. And you're just being dragged on the highway. Like, yep. what? This is terrible. Yeah, I don't know who thought this was a good idea. <laughs> well, I, I hope mean, they didn't make too many of them. Because uh, I guess the... The back, the back of it is nice though. Like they don't. Yeah, it seems yeah, to be just a, like a, trucker a nice, yeah, a nice trucker mesh. Sort anyway, of situation. I, I look forward to purchasing purchasing this in like six months when it's marked down to five dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, <laughs> good idea. Grab the dirty one. Uh, yeah. Would love to maybe buy this for for some sort of uh, YouTube video situation. Yeah. Watch me wash a hat that's already dirty from. The Cincinnati Reds, I guess. Yeah. In a dishwasher? Just come full circle. <laughs> the hat wash the challenge. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And what up? It's your boy. We're doing the hat wash challenge. Smash that like button. <laughs> Subscribe for more dirty hats, please. <laughs> All your favorite dirty hat content. <laughs> right here at Dirty Hat Zone. It's DHZ. Yo, what up? Oh, no. No, no, I'm no, Andy. No, no. This is your boy Kyle. <laughs> We're here with another dirty hat challenge. We're gonna put the flex seal on it. Uh, 
it's a crossover event. We're gonna we're gonna put a uh, a super uh, oleophobic coating or whatever, super hydrophobic coating on the outside of this. I mean, that would be great. I would love sort of like a oh, I love a repellent baseball hat. Um, so speaking of dirty hats, I myself this weekend uh, at spring training went and picked up a hat as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hat. Ugh, there were a lot on the wall. And I remember our conversation last time we were talking about like, okay, what size head am I? Am I sort of like a big old Bruce Bochy or a... Yeah, which I still need to measure because I'm curious, but... Uh... Uh, well, so here's the thing. Between two different hats, there was one that... Uh, the oh. one I picked up was sort of this like gray... Uh, is this like... a shoe size scenario? It kind of, yeah. I mean, it is. I don't know what. Were you the, like a nine and one, but you're a ten and another, and you're like, oh, come on, guys, get it together, get it together. Pretty much. I mean, I I tried on one that was gray. I tried on one that was black, but they were made of two different like materials, oh. and the same size fit differently on me. I don't know if there can't be like this. It uh, might be there, manufacturing variants. <sighs> Who knows? No, because like trying on the same seven and five eighths. Oh, from multiple hats. Yeah, it was different sizes between different colored hats and different you know materialed hats. But mm. of the same hat, when I would go down the hat stack, that felt the same. So they were all like the same size. So the the quality assurance on one particular hat is great because they are consistent at a particular size. <laughs> right. You cannot go from seven and a half on the black cotton feeling one to the seven and a half on the like gray uh, spring training polyester feeling one. They are, they're completely different sizes. And so it's probably best to just go to the, not a sponsor, go to a lids and try one on and, and see how they feel. Um, and Today's don't episode. order them online, honestly, like don't. Because it, you're going to... Yeah, no, not a fitted hat. Not sure. Yeah, not a fitted hat. Unless you know for a fact, like you're replacing one that you already bought. Unless you've um, had your skull professionally measured with a set of calipers, <laughs> do yeah. not attempt. Go to the hat tailor. <laughs> ask ask them The haberdashery. Uh, get fitted for yeah. a fedora and then say, actually, you know what? Uh, just give me my measurements. You can put this $500 hat back. Yeah, I just I I actually really wanted that uh, new era red team rustic nine twenty adjustable hat with free brake dust on it, please. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, but I I've got that uh, now in my collection, I guess, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's quite comfy. It's yeah, one of those fitted ones, and yeah. uh, I am I believe a seven and a half. So well, there you go. Yeah, at least in that hat. No, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. Right. Just um, one comment for the uh, manufacturer of the hats that can't get their sizing right. The good news is you're fired. You are. Uh, because I can't I can't trust you to give me a hat that is consistent from, from hat to hat. So what's the what's I, the point of using numbers if you're not going to use the same numbers? I'm not sure. It, the, especially when they the, get so what specific. What is the deal with hat sizes? That's that's what I'm saying. I would have loved sort of like a, a pirate. Yeah. Okay. All right. I would have loved like a like frilly pirate uh, hat situation. That would have been fine. Mm, like a tricorn uh, with a giant feather coming out of one side, or you know, you know, Pittsburgh. If you're listening, mm. do it. 
Yeah, license that idea from us. We'll, we charge very reasonable rates. It's sort of your like version of a rustic, quote unquote, rustic Cincinnati Reds brake dust hat. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, like dirty pirates with actual, well, you call it your like heritage hat or something. I don't, mm, there you go. That's yep, a freebie. Yep, yep. They're going to have to roll yep. with that. <laughs> uh, speaking of freebies, um, we had some feedback <laughs> in follow up where uh, Andrew, we heard from our friend Aaron about did. how far back he is in, in listening. So, hi, mm. hi, Aaron. It's August 31st, and <laughs> you're back. Uh, we, <laughs> Aaron, I look forward to you hearing this episode in 2021. Yeah. Uh, we had some recommendations so for mad. like, yeah, I know. It's, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the trouble with podcast listening. Uh, yeah. You just, you're never caught up. Yeah, that's true. They're making more of them every day. So he's going through the backlog. Uh, one, if you want to watch a team during a blackout, and honestly, lots of other television, there may or may not be a service in which he mentions here in our Discord uh, yeah. and an Apple TV app, apparently, that would work as well. I was mm-hmm. unaware, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm woefully unaware, that there were Apple TV apps that allowed for this sort of thing. Yeah, I was too. I think this is the sort of service that you're not meant to be super aware of. Sure. Fair. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. It's not the they're not buying Gimlet, right? They're they're not That's, saying no. uh <clears throat> Apple give us your 30% cut. Uh right. they're they're just <laughs> trying to fly under the radar, I guess, and that's fine. They're just like uh yeah, you know, I think they're a little bit a guy in a trench coat on the street who's like you want TV? We 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 have hats and TV. I mean, whichever whichever <laughs> take, one you take want. Your pick. You want NBC? You want ABC? I have CBS. Very good price. I forgot uh, what else to say about number one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> he remembered. Um, the if you are a T-Mobile customer, you can get free MLB at bat uh, through March twenty sixth. So that's going to still be available when this episode goes out. So if but you are run, a do not walk to your local T-Mobile app or whatever. Uh, you, yeah, I don't know how that would work. I guess better, probably better get it done. I, I'm pretty sure it's just like a sign up online thing, but yeah, well, or, or some sort of situation where you have to sign on to like the Wi-Fi on an American Airlines flight where they're like, mm, no, go through this website if you want to access literally anything. But uh, once you, once you pass our threshold, Ooh, then uh, we sort of minor correction here. It, in fact, mm. starts on the 26th. Oh, okay. So uh, mm. I'll put the link. The link will be in the show notes. Fantastic. So, um, but yes, there's a website. It's tmobile.com slash MLB. Go there starting on the 26th and uh, arrange for your free MLB.tv if you have T-Mobile. So what they're trying to do is is get you into the regular season. They don't... They, they figure uh, you're not a you're not a diehard fan. You're not you're not yeah, trying to. Well, uh, they're not going to pay MLB for the you know for spring training for for mm, okay free game. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, more like, more on that later. That? Yeah, fair, very fair. The answer um, is us, but hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're really paying for it, honestly. At this point, who boy. Yeah. So but, I may uh, explore um Aaron's uh uh secret suggestion system I w- service. I would be curious to know I mean if you're if you're actually looking for uh ways around that feel free to join our Discord. I guess it's sort of like a 
I guess now we're we're just it's sort of on we're in dark web territory, honestly, at this point. So <laughs> we we are. You're gonna need to install Tor to visit yeah. our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> you our don't Dis-tor. trust me. <laughs> yes. Uh it's we are a welcoming community. Uh you can go over to patreon.com slash good stuff and uh Chris will give you access there. So um and we appreciate it. It supports the uh the everything, the website and the whatnot. It does, yeah, it does support everything, and it'll eventually give us T-shirts. So that's kind of all I'm I'm banking on. And coming soon, in fact, they may be out as soon as this episode is out. Bonus episodes, indeed. Yes, we are in in the process of getting those put together. Uh, including, we're doing big things, folks. We have big plans. We got a vision. We have a dream. You know, if you had one shot, one opportunity, I don't know how the rest of the song goes. Would I, I I would capture it or or I might let it slip. Yo. <laughs> so uh yes, indeed, go over to patreon.com slash good stuff and, and you'll get some good stuff from us eventually. Uh or or you know, at least you'll you'll be in the Discord and you'll be able to find out uh about Yeah, you can at least bug us if we don't do it fast enough. So that's a thing. All right, I've got one more last piece of follow-up for us to get to. Uh mm-hmm. from friend of the show, Kenny. And former co-host of uh, Morning Show. I almost forgot mm-hmm. the name, honestly. Like, it took me a little while. <laughs> of your former I, I, podcast. It, yeah, of my former my former glory. I, I, I don't know how else to really preface this other than to say mm-hmm. he's decided the name of the movie segment that uh, this show is going to have going forward. You're suggesting that it was simply so good that all other suggestions were, you know. Uh, they no longer need to be considered, Andrew. Honestly, like it's it, we don't even need to bring them up anymore because and I want to be point, clear. Uh, you have not mentioned this to me beforehand, so this will be a complete surprise to me. Letterbox score. Oh, that's that's good. I like that. It's very topical. It's it's it incorporates where our movies currently live, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. and it will maybe allow us to give some sort of nine inning uh, overview and run scoring capability to a movie. That's good. Yeah, I'm going to count every error. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and, yes, and uh, we 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 will be sure to mark any home runs and maybe yeah. base hits and right, you know, things like that in there. So comprehensive list of errors. Yeah, very well. Uh, good, good on you, Kenny. Alrighty. Thank you for that. Um, thank you, Kenny. So I guess now I guess we need to just do it. That's the hard part, honestly. Like that's yeah. The, that's, We've been talking about it. We We've been dancing around it. We just gotta and uh, oh, we gotta we pick a to movie. Pull the trigger. Yeah, you know what we should do? We will put a uh, poll of mm. sorts mm. into the baseline Discord, and you all can vote on which movie we watch first. Uh, we can also put the poll probably in the show notes. Yeah. Right now, look at your podcast player. If you don't use chapters, uh, download a different podcast player, I guess, uh, because Andrew puts a lot of work into putting both images and links and chapters into our show. Frankly, too much work. Well, you know, I, you gotta you gotta do something uh, to to help with this show. So uh, I pre- I appreciate it. Uh, but you'll uh, you'll see a link in there for uh, voting on which one we should watch first. So I'll put that together, and we will put that into the show notes. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, all I got to say is please pick a good movie. Right. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> I leave it to you to figure out what that means. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of good uh, things, I guess, um, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went to spring training this weekend. We put off recording for a couple days so that I could, uh, you know, get out to ye old uh, Cactus League, catch a game, uh, drink a lot of beer, and then drive back. After you know, a day or so later, after right. things have settled down. Um, during that spring training trip, I did see the Giants play the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. and I wanted to sort of like break down some of the things that I had completely forgotten are a part of watching a baseball game in person. Mm-hmm. Because these are things Please. that we we've covered kind of a lot about the listening to the baseball on the radio, uh, watching baseball on TV looking at like where the score is box scores uh a, a lot about the like consumption of baseball as it is in uh television and radio but in person it's a totally different thing um and i wanted to break down a couple of uh key points here and i was <sighs> it's a whole different ball game you might say it it is indeed carolyn my wife was watching me uh take notes while we were at the ballpark and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm podcast. It's for prep. my work. It's, it's for, it's for work. It's a, uh, it's a pod, it's a podcast thing. Yeah. So, uh, did she roll her eyes? No, oh. it's been, it's been, uh, enough years and enough, uh, uh, you know, uh, pod- podcasting escapades, yeah, uh, and yeah. enough good stuff shows for her to to know really what's what's up and how much time I spend doing this stuff. So, just kind of a that's nice, dear. Yeah, precisely, one hundred percent. That was the vibe. <laughs> All right. So the first up, uh, now batting the first bullet point. Uh, the national <laughs> anthem was sort of the the first thing that I noticed mm. uh, and completely forgot about. Yeah, um, yeah. And did not, I did not remember that it was like, well, and especially at spring training, things feel like there is no um, ceremony and stuff prior to the actual game part starting. Right. Uh, it, it just kind of goes from mm, players are walking around and warming up and then the national anthem starts and you're expected to everybody across the stadium stands up and you're in a stadium likely that you never, you know, watch a game in you, you are there for one weekend. And now please rise rise and stand stand for for the scene scene of our our national anthem. anthem. (laughs) Uh, 100% that is exactly what they say. So everyone stands, you take off your hat and mm-hmm. you look to find where the American flag is in the stadium, and mm-hmm. uh, some sort of uh, rendition of the national anthem plays. And because it is a spring training game, sometimes that just means they're playing a song over the PA. Right, they're just going to Spotify and searching for national anthem. Pretty much, yeah. I would not be surprised if that was the case uh, in, in some circumstances. Or it'll be some sort of rendition on... It's a good job they don't something. pick a remix or something. Yeah, national anthem well, step remix. Where's the drop? I'm waiting for the drop. <laughs> so that that was just something that like it it, it has been 
inextricably linked from baseball uh, and and other sports. Honestly, from right. like every sport, the, pretty much. Actually, this and, is this is my question: Is did they play just the national anthem? Because I know in certain other sports they now are going above and beyond and playing other patriotic songs as well. Yeah, some some places on Sundays will play God Bless America in the seventh inning instead mm. of uh, like Take Me Out to the Ball Game or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, didn't stay until the seventh inning because mm. mm, boring. Uh, <laughs> bad game. That's okay. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's also way too hot out there. But anyway, yeah. so at this point, fine. National Anthem. Mm-hmm. After that, Similar to uh, the the booming voice that that you just gave me, player intro- introductions happened, and uh, I completely forgot that player introductions are a thing that that happen. It's so good. It is really really good. And, did and they, off- do they play their song? You know that they've chosen to. Yes, but very quietly. It is not like. Yeah, I, I noticed that on the broadcast. It is, is that yeah. it would be like it would be like the, the center, center fielder. fielder. Yeah, or it would be some sort of like where they've taken they've taken all the treble out and they've taken all the bass out and it's right, just, just the frequencies between yeah, frequencies between five hundred and a thousand hertz and that's it. And it's just <laughs> and, and it doesn't sound great. But <laughs> it does kind of sound. It sounds like someone is like humming in, like <laughs> under their breath, what the song. <laughs> I'm just imagining a humming rendition of the national anthem now. <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, national anthem on national kazoo. Anthem, yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, so I love I I love player introductions. You can sometimes hear them on TV, uh, but oftentimes you have to be there in person just to hear what that's actually like. Because they go yeah. from especially especially when you are at the oh, they home go from stadium zero to a hundred. Yes. To zero. Oh, it's it is just like uh, it it two two sides of like a weirdly weird coin where one is super boring and understated, and the other side is loud and obnoxious. I don't recall if we mentioned this on a previous podcast or if it was in like a, uh, an extra innings or something, but um, I talked about how I remembered, um, you know, at Reds games when they would announce the starting lineup for the visiting team, it would be like the center fielder. And they'd go get all through and then they'd go, you know, they'd And now you're Cincinnati Reds! and like tons yeah. of music yep. and whatever and it was like <laughs> get hype <laughs> well and it, and it would be it would be typically when they take the field too and they're just coming up and it's like uh you know take the field you're cincinnati red yeah and then they go they like walk out of the the dugout and then now batting center fielder whoever the yeah. person is there's a yeah and this guy I don't bat. know at that He's point if the, the EQ is different or like if they're just No, I'm I'm over here. I'm over here now. So I'm, o- you- I'm over here. I didn't yeah. get dinner. I'm uh I-, I didn't get dinner. I'm having just a quick uh cheese coney. <laughs> 
Yeah, I so I I loved player introductions. It was I'm it doing was my good, second like, job the, while I do this. I'm checking <laughs> taxes. <laughs> I have to put a yardstick in front of my face just so I I get that consistent like visitors team feel. Yeah, uh, because it's it is very very understated. Um, that was great in the first inning. And then by the second inning, you pretty much don't notice, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's how it should be. It should, mm-hmm, you know, it, mm-hmm. it feels baseball has this thing where it's like it feels a certain way until you you're in it, until you're like waist deep in it, and it's no longer shocking mm-hmm. uh, how cold the water is. It, yep. it starts to actually feel good. And welcome to baseball. Yep. So, uh, welcome to baseball. The next, the next part of of this i think is something that i wanted to to understand from you how like what your perception of this situation would be hmm. so coming up in the first inning mm-hmm. the giants took the field so they are basically on defense and on offense the texas rangers had their first batter up was a fella called hunter pence and as soon as the player introduction happened for Hunter Pence, now batting uh, right fielder Hunter Pence, right? He's visiting mm-hmm. team, so it's not going to be that exciting. But across the stadium, people start standing up and cheering and like, woo, you know, standing ovation for a visiting player. Mm. Uh, the first one up. Mm. What would your perception of this situation be being let's say on the field if you didn't have someone explaining to you what do i think uh is happening yeah um i guess that um probably got traded or something okay so the player the player coming up got traded yeah like the team that they're on now right yeah from the like at one point or another they played for the home team Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and they and they done a good job. So <laughs> give them some claps, please. Clap, everybody. Let's give them a big round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and, and he hit the ball real good. Usually, you f- sort of like follow what everyone else in the stadium does. Like, oh, everyone else is is cheering. Sure, I'll cheer mm-hmm. too. I don't know why they're cheering, but I'll I'll do it. Uh, just sort of like a social pressure situation. But yeah, Hunter Pence uh, played with the Giants for gosh, I want to say like five years. Won two World Series with them. Okay, yeah. So that's definitely worthy of, um, you know, respect. Even though he's like, I guess, technically an adversary now. Like he won, he helped win two World Series for the club. So that's that's wor- commendable, you know. Yes. Now it should be stated though that for for Hunter Pence, like he'll get that standing ovation at the first time that they play. Well, I don't know if this was the first time. Let's just make the assumption that it was the first time that they played again at a giant stadium. And in spring training, first one up, standing ovation, great. The next time that he actually plays against the Giants in a regular season game at what's now Oracle Park in San Francisco, he's going to get probably the same standing ovation, but likely only for his first at bat. Um, This is not going to be something where every single time he comes back up to bat, he's going to get a standing ovation. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a little bit silly. It, it, it yeah, it's you've already like, conveyed. You know, it's like sending multiple thank you cards. It's like, no, I I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but how do how do how do you let me know that message you got received it? I need to, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that was something where I was like oh that this if you didn't know the deep history of this particular player mm-hmm. you would maybe think like okay maybe like the first batter that comes up for the other team everyone cheers and then after that it like settles down or but I think uh, it's um. You have to be a particular kind of player. Like, you can't have left acrimoniously. Um, yeah. And ideally, you did something big for the team. Like, people get... Players get traded all the time. Not all of them are power players. Maybe they aren't just that well-known, so... Uh, correct. You know. Yeah. You have to be... In, you, have to, you have to meet a, a, a set of unwritten requirements. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, and it's more like a feeling, right? If someone yeah. just decided to, like, jump into uh, uh, like rousing applause for a player uh it may catch on in in one section (laughs) maybe for some reason like if you're just feeling the weird vibe that someone's putting off but it does sort of or you'll just get the audio of one guy going "Woo, yeah yep and you're like just well that guy's excited just loop it the whole. I mean, you'll get that that guy in your in your section for sure. Cut cut that guy off. He's had three Miller Lights already in the <laughs> yeah. span of fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't have to deal with that, thankfully. But uh, uh, in such a small stadium, mm. you do end up sort of like making friends with the people nearby, mm. getting into conversations of. So, what do you do? It's like, gosh, I'm at a spring training game. Why? Like, I, I get this doesn't count, but. This is not a, a opportunity for you to just open up to me about your job and yeah. you know why your wife is calling you. Boy, let me tell you, my boss, he's been oh, oh. oh my gosh. Yeah, anyway, so that that was a uh, that was that was interesting. Um yeah. so Hunter Pence, uh, he'll it'll happen again <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. at the home ballpark when actual games start. Uh so I I kind of look forward to that. Um the other thing, let's see. I'm I'm just going down this list. Next bullet. Uh there were two there was a timer. So we talked about the timer for pitches last time uh yes. where there is sort of like the 15 a 20 second timer for each pitch mm-hmm. and the expectation is that the pitcher is at least set by the basically meaning like he stops moving the ball and stuff and he's ready to throw the pitch yeah. by the time the timer gets down to 0. Right. You got 20 seconds for whatever tomfoolery you need to go through. Correct. If he doesn't, apparently the rule that they're trying out is that a ball will be called. No. Which is That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. They're just, they're trying it out. Seeing how it fits. I am interested the, to learn how pitchers feel about that. We should explore yeah. that some. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they, they, like, they likely do not care. I mm. Watching the pitchers that were in that game, they got to like... 12 seconds on the clock and they were ready like they were ready for the next pitch it'd just be funny to be someone who gets walked because of some pitcher fooling around (laughs) yeah 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 i mean we'll see we'll see how that goes i think it's just more of like a but i sympathize as a as a spectator as a watcher it's like throw the ball get the ball across the plate like what are you you doing we doing you playing tetris on your phone like come on Let's get the, there's a game going on here. <laughs> the other timer that's on the field, uh, it actually shows up in the same spot is mm. in between innings, every half inning or whatever, uh, there's a two minute timer. So that basically allows for 
I don't know, radio um, station identification commercial station yeah. identification. Yeah. Uh, or TV commercials or right. just like warming the pitcher back up because they were in the dugout for however long. Um, and it's, it's a two minute timer. So it, it was a uh, one part of the game that you don't get to see on TV. You, you know, you have to wait for the next half inning, but you mm-hmm. rarely see that it's a two minute timer. So you can always expect at least after the third out, two minutes later, next pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part of seeing a game in person that I completely forgot about mm-hmm. are the concessions people. Mm. Popcorn. Get your popcorn. popcorn. Get your popcorn. Kettle, kettle corn. Lemonade. Cheaper than beer. Lemonade. Ice cold beer. Yep. There's a lot of baseball culture leeching out of concessions people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it historically, I believe, is just, it has been basically the same. There, It is yeah. people wearing like bright uniforms, walking up and down the stadium stairs. Yeah, holding a ridiculous number of things. Usually in some kind of odd contraption that's strapped to them. It's heavy. I mean, and and what they're trying to do is sell through their stuff, uh, whatever that stuff might be. So you've got like mm-hmm. beer, popcorn, cotton candy, lemonade, uh, dibs, uh, peanuts, peanuts. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I have yeah. pe- peanuts is the next one here. Um, I also forgot <sighs> that there's just a boatload of peanuts, and I can't go anywhere without stepping on some peanut shells all the time. You really can't. And watching a game, I don't. I don't think you can go to a ballpark if you have a peanut allergy. It's just not really feasible. No, it probably is. I mean, you're you're stuck sort of watching on TV uh, because <clears throat> it's all over the ground. I mean, the peanut shells. You you don't. I mean, you could, I guess, if you wanted to, like grab them and put them in a bag and save them and throw them away afterwards. But the expectation, at least at a baseball stadium, is you just sort of throw them on the ground. Uh, it's. Other than Texas Roadhouse, this is sort of like the only other place where you could just take a peanut shell and put it on the ground. Yeah, it's it's kind of odd. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, here you go. Someone will clean this up. But you wouldn't do that with like, uh, I don't know, like a bunch of popcorn. Like it's just, no. that feels like wrong, yeah. kind of. Yeah, I, it's, it's weird. Sunflower seeds, also okay to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. sort of just on the ground. Yeah. Mm. But that's that's sort of it. It's like the the Shelly stuff, right? Everything with the discardable shell, yeah. Just sort of like the nut detritus can just mm-hmm. kind of you know be put onto the ground. And it's it was a part of baseball that like, oh yeah, seeing that and crunching as you're walking to your seat, like yep that that feels like baseball. <laughs> yeah, like is it truly a game without the like crunching of? You know, nah, peanut shells under your feet. No, nah, no. Nah. Thankfully, I've never like slipped on a nut, uh, getting to my my seat or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. But spilling spilling beer has happened quite often. Um, There's sometimes yeah, you yeah. you know like someone bumps into you because they don't realize you're coming down the row or something, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. beer gets spilt. Yeah. Yep. You know, they say there's no use crying over spilt milk, but there is plenty of use crying over spilled beer. Oh, absolutely. Ooh. Especially if you pay $19 for like a 20 ounce yeah. uh, vessel of, of something. Uh, I paid, oh boy, let's let's see. I went out to center field. They had 
a, I was able to get like a can of craft beer, which I guess is something that ballparks are doing these days. They're giving yeah. you an 16 ounce aluminum can of craft beer. It's huh. glorious. Rather than uh, the little plastic cup. Rather than a plastic cup, rather hmm. than, and, and all that does. That is, should help because the can should keep it colder, I would think. Uh, kinda. The, mm, I, I like beer from a can personally a lot more than a bottle or a draft uh just because it is easier to hold because and of I, science I do reasons not, well and i i don't feel like i'm gonna <laughs> spill it as easy right uh, yeah like that's i'm not true. gonna right i'm not gonna like tip it out of the now wide mouth can that's a, you know what widescreen tv widescreen hd tv and wide mouth can everything in 2002 went wide and mm-hmm. i don't know why uh a good question. Let's put that in the topic list. We'll investigate. Big we'll soda, have a, you know. Anyway, yeah, we'll uh, do. We'll do a special <laughs> baseline special report. Why things got wide? Why is everything wide? The uh, the the Trans Am. I think at that point, the the Pontiac Trans Am was like the wide edition. Wide. Yeah, Pontiac wide track. Uh oh, nineteen fifty nine. Okay. Oh. Well, that's not. Uh, <laughs> Okay. The Pontiac <laughs> Wide Track Grand Prix commercial from 1996. So there was, I mean, yeah, it. I mean, it's a couple years early. They were ahead of the, they were ahead of the, the, the trend. Yeah. Well, you got your, you got your Grand Prix Wide Track. You need your wide mouth can. Anyway. Right. Uh, the other, the other part of watching a game in person, and this wasn't one that I saw actually while I was there. This was. Uh, listening to a game on the radio, and I had remembered this uh, interference. And interference mm-hmm. is is one thing. I think also players jumping on the field is a whole other thing for us to get into eventually. Uh, and and how television treats that, and how radio is very different from that, and what that's like in person. But interference uh, would be described as a ball that could be in play, but a fan reaches into the field of play to interfere and change the course of uh, mm. a play or a game mm-hmm. or whatever uh, by interfering with the play that's happening. Mm-hmm. So this could happen with like a line drive that kind of curves over either like the first base side or the uh, third base side and like a uh, someone watching the game will reach out and touch the ball while it is still on the field. Hmm. And that would be considered interference. At that point, what happens is it's likely a ground rule double, which means the player who was batting only gets to go to second base, even Hmm. if, had that fan not interfered, they may have a triple or a inside-the-park home run or whatever, Hmm. uh, they can only go to second. Now, um, what happens, though, when a fan interferes with a play is usually that fan is thrown out of the stadium. Hmm. They are no longer able to attend that game and potentially depending on what happens uh, could be dealt with by the authorities that are there. Yeah. If it's particularly egregious or whatever. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think, you know, I guess other sports have less chance for, um, interference in general because the all, all uh, yeah the audience is much more um, removed from the field of play but uh, mm-hmm. in baseball they're right up there so well so I wanted to 
understand, I guess, from you, like, does that, you said it sounds fair, but does it sound like overly, especially for a game that doesn't count in spring training, does it sound overly uh, harsh to throw a fan out? Let's say that was their first game. They didn't Mm. know that they weren't allowed to touch a ball that is coming (laughs) towards them. That is what you have seen, at least on TV, to be like the foul ground area, right? Maybe you just think, oh, my goodness, it's it's in the foul area. It must be foul now. See, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've always known that, you know, that's 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 the field. You don't get on the field. You're not a player. What are you doing? Get your hand away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem that unreasonable to me. It's like, you know, it's it's like um, uh, it's like at a movie walking up to the front and being like, excuse me. <laughs> like, what are you, you guys expect? watching this? Are you, yeah. are you watching this? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I, I guess listening to it on the radio and hearing that it happened during a spring training game, I was just like, ah, really? Did you? Like you could, you could go talk to that person. I don't know. I mean, you have a point that for spring training, it it doesn't matter. So, like, eh, but you know, I, I guess. Yes, yeah. try. Eh, I mean, if you're trying to set a uh, a standard or 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 set yeah. an example for everyone else in the stadium, yeah, maybe they want to be consistent. I guess. I guess it just seemed ugh, it 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 seemed weird. To me, but I get it. I, I totally get it. It's just another opportunity for the for the umpire to be like, "You're out of here." Yeah, yeah. It, that, see, that's the thing. Like, usually, it's not the umpires that are saying, "Like, hey, get the, get that get that guy out of there." Because players on the field and umpires, likely when a some sort of fan jumps on the field and stuff, they're not going to interfere with the authorities that are mm-hmm. at the stadium and are supposed to manage that kind of thing. They just they stand there or. Like they will, I don't know, like avoid whatever right. is happening. Don't don't engage. Um, don't engage. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, all right, interference. Yeah, I, just don't do it, people. That like, yeah. if you're if if there's a question mark in terms of like, is this okay for me to do? Just don't. Like even yeah. even don't. if it means a ball is going to be a souvenir for you, the common rule just needs to be don't 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 earn the Mm-mm. earn that ball the right way. <laughs> yeah, go to the go to the actual souvenir shop. Go to the uh, purchase it off of eBay, <laughs> the dugout store, yeah. and go pay ninety five dollars for one. That's yeah. that's the proper way to uh, to grab a baseball. Or just right? catch a, a home run or a foul ball. You know the proper way. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. It's dangerous these days, man. I mean, that's a whole thing in and of itself that fans are allowed to keep balls that fly into the stadium. That is true. Yep. Yep, that's not because that's not a thing in other sports. They want that back. <laughs> yeah, hey, yep. we want that football back. What do you think you're doing? Get back here. <laughs> and really, I mean, there's there's no air, right? Yeah. It's not. I mean, those are those are just made of air mostly. Soccer right. balls, footballs. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, the last part of sort of watching a game in person that uh, also did not happen at the game that I was at, but happened last night. In the Giants and Brewers game that I was watching on TV, there was a rain delay. And a lot of games actually yesterday got canceled. This one in particular was a lot later in the evening and did not get canceled. But 
they the players were playing in the pouring rain. And again, like when we mention other sports, mm-hmm. that is something that is completely different in baseball where the field conditions and whether or not a ball can be gripped properly and players are not going to hurt themselves, like planting their feet, mm-hmm. um, that will put a game in what's called a rain delay so that you like wait until the rain stops to go try and play again. Yeah, they drag the tarps out there. Yeah, yes, to try and cover the uh, dirt so that it just does not get completely waterlogged and uh, and muddy out there. Um, a little water's good because you you don't want the dust kicking up and you want balls to be kind of predictable when they do hit the ground and it's not like bone dry. Right. But too much water. You don't want it to turn to mud. Yeah, exactly. You got to get in that that sort of like infield Goldilocks zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the rain last night, at least during that game, there was a brief delay. Uh, they went and covered a couple things, and you know, you wait. Whatever was happening in the game, it's kind of like putting it on pause. It's very video right. game like, where you just sort of <laughs> hit the pause button. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. No, and and the commentators just try and fill the air a little bit and fill the dead air and. Talk yeah. about something else and wait for the rain to pass. You know, they, they're they looking in their weather underground apps and stuff, and it says, like, oh, rain will stop in five minutes. So <laughs> here we are, five minutes. Let's do a commercial, and let's come back and talk about, I don't know, some of the cool plays in the game. But yesterday's game was different because once the rain started really coming down in the beginning of the f- fifth inning, Mm-hmm. halfway anyway they had played four and a half innings basically so if you do you four and a half innings and you're halfway through the fifth inning right now that game got cut short and ended they actually called that game and the game ended giants four and brewers two mm. and that was considered a final a final score even though mm. all of the innings hadn't been played and yeah. i wanted to introduce this uh, concept, and I'm I'm pulling it up now. I'm, I lost it. You, uh, there's the hat. Hold on, that's not the link I want. That's not the link I want. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, I wanted to introduce the concept of the official game uh, to baseball because it may not be something that you have heard of before. I will link you to the Wikipedia page for it because it's just wiki slash official underscore game. Mm. And it's very much on the nose. Um, Since most professional baseball games are nine innings long, the fifth inning is used as the threshold for an official game. Mm. If the visiting team is leading or the game is tied, the end of the fifth inning marks the point. Uh, if the home team, which bats last, is already ahead in the score, which is the case that was happening here, and theoretically would not need its half of the fifth inning, then at that point, four and a half, is considered the official game. So, because they were up at the four and a half inning mark, this was an official game. Now, an official (laughs) game basically means that uh, things like stats will count things like the score will count and you don't have to postpone it and restart it at another time. Anything that would have happened after that four and a half inning mark is 
just never, ever going to happen. It is mm-hmm. listed as an official game now. Right. So, like, no rain checks, basically. That's That was the game. It was a short game, but that was it. No, no rain checks, no refunds, nothing. So you sort of, like, as someone watching the game in person, you lose out, I guess, on four innings of entertainment, <laughs> more or less. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't realize that that was a thing. I, I knew that games would get called because of rain at some point, but I didn't realize there was like a standard for that. Yeah. And and it is basically like score dependent and home team dependent and stuff like that. There are rules yeah. around it. Um, but it's in other sports, I guess this is like, I, it says other professional sports utilize similar rules regarding quote unquote official games slash events. Likely though, you would not see a, soccer or football game or whatever go to halftime and then then say like eh, that's good enough i think yeah. we're good like we <laughs> let's not uh yeah we uh, you know we we tried <laughs> yeah i mean yeah that, that that's kind of it um yeah. and there, there were articles uh written by the brewers saying like man the brewers were on a rally they had just they had just hit a two-run home run at that point, and we're rallying to come back and tie up the game, and the uh, umpires decided to to call that game. And it is definitely up to them on whether or not they should call the game or uh, crooked umps. Eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on on the payroll, I guess right. for the Giants. But yeah, it's it is up to them to decide whether or not it should be listed as an official game or if they should postpone it or you know, wait uh, an hour. Like, it's in the Cactus League and it was cold and it's raining and this game doesn't count. For them to say, like, all right, guys, wait an hour, then we'll resume at 10.30 p.m. and continue four more innings. Yeah, it would have been like, uh, mm, I'm good. Yeah. Do we, do we have to? I feel, you know what? I would be curious to know at that point if one of the teams could be like, nah, like we're, we're yeah, just we'll, not we'll just going take to. the yeah. we will we will concede right. So I yeah, I'm not sure what the what the situation would be, especially for uh, a game during these during spring training. That doesn't really count that much. But uh, I I figure that that was something that was pretty interesting. Um, you rarely see baseball in the rain. It just makes for lots of injuries and mm. really difficulty fielding like trying to grab the ball and make the switch from your your glove hand to your throwing hand so that yeah i can imagine throw a player out yeah it's just not great fair amount of dropped balls or yeah yes and yes and like passed balls from the catcher because it's slick as it's Mm. going through the air um Mm -hmm. sliding i'm sure it's fun yeah as a batter but i don't want to i don't want to think about how dirty they get though uh yeah well, you're you're Bloody. not the clubhouse manager. You don't have to deal with that laundry. Eh, it's true. fine. Yeah, true. <laughs> Someone take care of these. <laughs> well, and it almost feels like they get new jerseys anyway. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. Not the state, but the you know the clothing right. item. Anyway, uh, Andrew, that that sort of that uh, mm, that kind of wraps up my spring training. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a good six to seven hours to drive out there. Boy, it felt long. Yeah. Uh, I listened to a few Boy. games there and back. Well, there's not there's not much in between. Oh my gosh, there really isn't. It's like 
it's desert. It is Cactus League. And there's mm-hmm. cactuses for a little while. And then it's just rocks, mostly. Yeah. And, and that's it. Uh, until you can finally, finally... Hey, there's another rock. Look at that rock. That's a neat rock. I mean, eventually, I was able to get into sort of the Inland Empire area, which is like the... You're you're in California, but you're not really in LA yet. You're sort of in between. right, 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 uh, right. You can start to get some of the AM stations. So I switched over and listened to the Dodger game, then switched over to listen to the Angels game. So at least I had a I had a little bit of radio yeah. um, outside of MLB because you can't in the middle of nowhere you can barely get a like LTE signal in order to right. listen to MLB at bat. Yeah. So that was kind of difficult, but clearly you need satellite radio. Oh, do I, I don't need that 48 kilobit. Like, Oh, oh yeah. The, the boy, the S's sound real bad in that. Well, that's the thing. So with MLB at bat, listening through the car Bluetooth makes me realize how much more I like AM radio for, listening to games because the signal that is being processed through MLB at bat is like pre expander, like pre limiter Mm -hmm. uh, for the entire radio station. And so you get this like under gain unvolumed, like really, really quiet, non-standardized volume level between these different teams. And if I listen to the Cubs, it's like, Hey, we're the Cubs. And then I switch over to the Dodgers and it's like one ball, two strengths. Yeah. It's like, it's like the raw audio feed and it has all the foibles that that entails. You know, there might, there might be, there might be a. Yes. Oh, it's, Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's so, 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 so bad. It's like, don't you Uh, want noise gates? Well, that's what I want. I want, like, give me built-in compressor, give me built-in noise gates, give me, like, a volume level. Like, I want consistency between broadcasts. If you're going to show me all of them, give me some sort of, like, audio unit editor thing (laughs) so that I can, like, we were talking before the, the show started about, like, iOS uh, scripting and making a thing yours and trying to get it to work <laughs> on iOS devices. And I've tried for years, years and years and years to make this work with MLB at bat to pass utilizing the like inter-app communication for sound, what the sound bus thing to mm-hmm. go from MLB through a compressor and then have it output and it doesn't work. I can't get it to work. It's tr- it has driven Yeah, you need like an me- external box. I, yes, I need a very small Apollo like solo thing. Yeah, a, I need a one thousand dollar item to sit in my glove box <laughs> so I can run software compressor on MLB at bat yeah. radio broadcasts, or I'll just use the radio. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's so frustrating. But mm-hmm. anyway, that <laughs> I I feel far more passionate about that aspect of my baseball enjoyment than I do about the actual plays and things that were being made during these games I watched. But that's just me. That's because I care more about the audio quality than I do probably the player <laughs> statistics. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It sounds like it was a fun day trip. And you know highly recommended. Yeah. yeah. If you if you ever get the chance to or if you live in LA um and you're a fan of the show, maybe we'll have to put together like a caravan of sorts and uh we're we're gonna rent a van folks out (laughs) hey 
road trip. I'm all I am all for it. Yeah, and it looks like you went to some fun, some good like uh, uh, um, bars or, or whatnot too. No. There are a lot of breweries out in Phoenix, in the Phoenix area. Yeah. Um, the, the nice part about spring training is that... Well, you got to be inside games, there, so you might as well make some beer while you're at it. It's true. Yeah. I mean, they, they a lot of these places will feature the craft breweries that are actually just in that city. So, like, Scottsdale Stadium had a place called Oso. A, Oso? O-H-S-O. Uh, hmm. They are like a craft beer brewing location and the, one of their cans that they have available or their only can, according to the person in center field, uh, is made specifically for that ballpark. And, hmm. you know, it's like it, everything kind of revolves around baseball and beer in that area in the spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good it's, it's a good, good thing. If those yeah. two if those are two things that are in your wheelhouse, this is the perfect time of year for you. Yeah, yeah. So to finish up for this week, uh, we are going to once again talk about our minor league team of the week, and we have a really good team of the week this week. This was sent in by Tiger Matt on Twitter. This is the Rochester Wed- Red Wings. Yeah, Red Wings. That fast. Yeah. Rochester Wed Wings. <laughs> um, the Rochester Red Wings. Um, they are honoring the deaf community with special jerseys um, for Deaf Culture Day on April 28th. Their jersey will feature um the team name spelled out um in american sign language so it shows the little hand positions on the jersey yeah. uh which is super cool and big ups to them at, at at first glance it's sort of like you don't i mean you don't really read uh hand signs this way or, or asl right you right. you typically see them as one hand doing yeah. multiple signs one after another uh, but it sort of has them sequentially left to right. So it's got kind of like this, uh, it looks still like a baseball jersey, but with the ASL uh, hand signals for. Yeah, and they've got a, they've got a, um, on their hat too, they've got, it's just the, um, I think it's just the sign for R, but uh, yes. yeah, it's on the yeah. cap. So that's good. And this, this article, which will be in the show notes, says that Rochester has one of the largest deaf populations in the country. So it's very uh, fitting. Yeah, I had no idea. I guess uh, on Twitter, folks were saying, like, Deaf Culture Day. I didn't know that uh, being deaf was a culture, but I, I appreciated the word you used, the deaf community, and uh, mm-hmm. Cut 4 here at MLB.com uses that as well. I think that that's, that's more appropriate for what they're trying to uh, say uh, yeah. about this. And, um, you know, it's usually, like this article mentioned, you're looking for, like, hilarious, over-the-top, uh, you know, a, trying right. to be like funny, sort yeah. of like you know, tongue in cheek a lot of times, and this is Try, trying to get attention mostly. Totally, <laughs> drum, up, drum up attention. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not tongue in cheek, and and this no, is not like at all. Th- thoroughly authentic, and so yeah. I think like from that perspective, it's great to see this sort of thing happen. This is cool too. It says to mark the day, the game will feature a silent inning with no announcements or music. That's great. Very interesting. Love and it. sign language interpreters will be stationed throughout the park. Yeah, that's cool. Which I feel like that should be a thing all the time anyway, but... Um, it's something that you will probably see for announcements um, at bigger stadiums. Uh, I know they do have one. Yeah, they probably have a section for it. Yes, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like if you are 
you know, just sort of a casual baseball fan and you don't know that there is a um, a section where they will have an interpreter there for you or, you know, you're just like trying to to sort of like grok what's happening on the field and you're up in the upper deck or whatever, you are at such a disadvantage um, in trying to like understand what is being said um, or, you know, what what's going on on the field. Um, but I, I think lots of stadiums are trying to do a better job of putting text on the big screen in the outfield, which is pretty much readable from anywhere in the stadium. Um, mm-hmm. and, and this being done by the Rochester Red Wings yeah. is, uh, is pretty cool. This happens on Sunday, April 28th, it looks like. So yep. coming up. I think this is good. I think more stuff like this, please. Well, you can send in your, I guess, minor league baseball fines to baseline underscore show on Twitter, or you can drop us a line in the Discord if you've joined up there. Uh, we would appreciate it. Or you can email teams at baseline.show because I just made that up and it'll work. Probably. It'll work. It'll work. It's magic. Mm-hmm. Email is magic, mm-hmm. folks. Don't question <laughs> it. Uh, we will be back again next week with likely something, uh, boy, I don't, I don't really know how to get into this other than Mm. saying, uh, we are working on something very big. I Mm -hmm. I just want to say, um, we are likely, Andrew and I will be streaming something on Twitch, our good stuff, Twitch channel. It'll be available over at twitch.tv slash GSTV. Um, we are awaiting, and I'm not sure which platform I'm going to get this on, whether it be Xbox or PlayStation. I don't know if you have a preference, but, uh, we are awaiting (laughs) a video game release. It has to be PlayStation. Okay. Fair. (laughs) I I don't, Uh, Oh, it's your game. (laughs) Yeah. Fair. Fair. Uh, I own a PlayStation, but you know, that's me. I'm fine with that as well. Uh, we are awaiting the release of a game on the PlayStation, it's been decided, and will be, quote-unquote, playing said game uh, live on the internet. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, give us a follow over on our Twitter. It is Baseline underscore show. Uh, you can also follow each of us on our own separate Twitter accounts. They are linked through there, and we will likely be retweeting the heck out of it. Um, mm-hmm. We will also post about it in our Discord channel with a link and a time when that has been decided. There's still a lot of work to be had for this, and we may, in fact, enlist you in your help to make this happen. And so if you are interested in finding out more about that, please do go over to those channels. Yes, indeed. Drop us a line. I know it's a very vague way of describing Something that yeah, eventually no, no will be very no exciting. I'm no trying not to spoil it. It's like, yeah. it's just, mm, mm. and I also am really hoping that the video game that I have in mind for it is indeed going to be released on the day that they say it's going to be released. It's it's sort of like up in the air right now, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, if not next week, then definitely at some point. That's our commitment. <laughs> if you want to reach us, you can email uh, topic suggestions or any other feedback that you have to topics at baseline.show or on Twitter, like Kyle previously mentioned. 
We'd love to hear your topic suggestions and any other feedback that you have about the show. Um, and don't forget to head over to goodstuff.fm and check out some of the other great shows hosted on that network uh, that so graciously hosts us as well. This has been Baseline, and that's the ball game. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without the express written consent of goodstuff.fm is prohibited.